Welcome to Who's Taylor Swift Anyway? Ew! The podcast where we talk about Taylor Swift, but probably not that much. Um, I'm Neil Deininger. And I'm Carson Bear. Um, and I think every episode of this, we're going to try to unravel the mystery of who's, who is Taylor Swift. Um, there's not a lot out there about her. Mm. Um, I mean, she's a, she's a singer-songwriter, just to give a little context. Um, and I think, I think she's pretty great. I think you do too, Carson. She's all right. She's okay. <laughs> she's controversial. And we want to sort of break down, you know, who she is. What makes Taylor Swift Taylor Swift? I think we're hoping every episode to get into it album by album, track by track, moment by moment of her life to let you guys know who she is and what she's all about. Um, yeah. We, we don't... I have done hours of painstaking research personally into her life in the past week, you know, only found out about her yesterday. She's, she's the hot new thing. been researching her all week and just found out about her yesterday. It's true. I mean, that's how deep this information is buried. I know. Well, I thought I was just researching something else, like something unrelated to Taylor Swift, and then Neil was like, oh, you know who Taylor Swift is? And I was like, no. And then you were like, I don't, I don't have an end to this bit. <laughs> all right, great bit. So I think we're going to sort of... Talk about our experiences with Taylor Swift, when we first got introduced to her, um, when did we listen to her first album, her eponymous debut, if you will, um, get a little bit of her biography, then go track by track with her first album, um, and tell you about her music. Yeah, because you've probably never heard of it before, Yeah, any so, of it. So Carson, when did you first hear Taylor Swift? Um, I guess in high school. I was lying earlier when I said yesterday, believe it or not. The <laughs> thing to know about Carson is that she's a liar. <laughs> you can't trust her. I have a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard about her in high school. In high school, knew a couple of her songs. I didn't really like her that much. I also was not into country music. Um, then, I guess through college, junior year, I started listening to Red. It was probably like six months before 1989 came out, and I really liked it. Suddenly, I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." Then I listened to 1989 and was like, this is the best piece of music known to man. There's nothing better. Um, and here we are today. What about you? You know, it was also six months before 1989 came out. What? June 1988. Wow. <laughs> wow. Great bit. And that, that was a big inspiration for that album, I believe. June 1988 <laughs> was a really big inspiration Absolutely. for 1989. was a huge inspiration for 1989. Oh, um, I had no idea. So I, you know, I heard Taylor Swift for the first time probably about the same time. I was actually an exchange student in high school, and, like, the kids at the school I was at, like, were listening to the, or watching the music video for You Belong With Me, like, every day, multiple times. Nice. That was my first real exposure. Um, Did you like it? I felt very neutrally about it. Okay. I don't listen to much popular music, um, or contemporary popular music, um, but I... I'm in love with Joni Mitchell. That's probably one of my defining <laughs> traits as a human being. It's your only trait as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Um, and Carson really introduced me to 1989, and I, I saw, saw some elements of Joni in it that I really responded <laughs> to, um, and then have since gotten into her other music. Um, yeah, so and w when did you listen to her first album, Taylor Swift by Taylor Swift, for the first time? This is not a lie, this week. <laughs> I listened to it literally yesterday for yeah. the first time. Uh, yeah, and, you know, initial thoughts, maybe? You want to do that? Hard pass. Hard pass? <laughs> on doing initial thoughts on, or on the album? On the album. On the album. Hard wow. pass. Um, yeah, I would say 
There's a couple good songs. I've seen the music videos for them before, but like, like Picture to Burn, I thought was really good. Um, our song, I thought was good. Yeah. But not a good music video. We'll get into it. Uh, yeah, but just overall, it's like whatever. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like high school. They're definitely yeah. like you can tell that she's a good burgeoning songwriter. Yeah. It's just like she doesn't have good material yet. She doesn't yeah. have things to write about yet. Um, but I think before we can even really talk about the album, right. we have to talk about who is Taylor Swift as a person? What what makes her tick? <laughs> what what little gears are grinding inside right. her head? I mean, since we both know her personally, like I feel like I feel like we can really give some unique insight into this. Right. And I, I think, you know, we shouldn't get too far without saying that we are both personal friends of Taylor Swift <laughs> and uh, I know we told people that we'd try to get her on this first podcast. Um, that fell through through some scheduling issues, but we're going to try to get her on the next one. Yeah. Um, so please, if you have t- uh, questions for Taylor, uh, send them to us. We'll try to keep track of yeah, those. Yeah, please submit them. I mean, we have a couple of questions of our own that we just never really thought to ask her. But, you know, seeing as she's a pers- close, uh, close personal friend, like, I think that would it would not be a problem, really, to just even ask her and... Maybe she'll maybe she'll respond even before the next podcast comes out. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. So definitely just reach out to us if you have any questions about right. Taylor Swift. Right. Um, and she will get back to you. Absolutely. We can we can guarantee it. <laughs> we can, 100%. We, we guarantee that. Um, so I, I guess one of the first things that come to mind when I think of Taylor Swift is the fact that she was born in Reading, Pennsylvania in December 1989. Taylor Allison Swift. Um, her parents are Scott Kingsley Swift and Andrea Gardner Swift, nay Finlay. I think that's one of the most important things to know Nathan about Nathan Finlay? Like her, her maiden name. Oh, oh. Her maiden Finlay. name is... Oh, not Nathan Finlay. No, yeah. That would be too much. Way too much. <laughs> too Irish. Is that Irish? I don't know. We'll stop. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Got really into it for a second. Okay. Yeah, and, and I don't know. Her name's Taylor Swift, which I think is a very unique name. And I think one of the first questions I had um, was... Do you think that she was encouraged from an early age to become a tailor? Probably. You know, with clothes? Yeah, Um, I think so. Why why else would they name her that? Yeah, I mean, that was probably the intention. I just have this, like, this light bulb went on. (laughs) This this flashing bright neon sign came on in my mind of a tailor shop called Taylor Swift. (laughs) Wait for it. Taylor spelled with an I. The implication is that they tailor your clothes swiftly. Right. And see... I think if she didn't do music, that would be right. the ideal she thing would be for her super, to be doing. She would be super successful as a tailor. Right. But I feel like it should be Taylor Swiftly, because she tailors swiftly. So this is where we disagree, because her <laughs> name is Taylor Swift. And I know you're changing around the, the Y to the I. Yeah. Um, and, the, and adding the L-Y on the end. Right. Why not? I'm, Why not do it? That's not her name. We're going to have to it's agree really... to disagree on this one. I know. Guys, just so you know, this is going to be a very controversial <laughs> podcast. We're going to get into a lot of disputes like this, so just, you know, hang tight, try to work through it. Yeah. I know it'll be uncomfortable for but you. But I know if you if you like Taylor Swift, if you want to learn more about Taylor Swift, you're all <laughs> in on the controversy. Yeah, true. She is nothing if not controversial. True. Um, it's so... kind of a bit, but it's kind of true, too, which is sad. It's absolutely true. I know. All right. Um, so a little bit more about Taylor Swift. Um, so she was born in Reading. Uh, she went to a Montessori school. Um, she has a brother named Austin. Right. Austin Swift. Uh, more like Austin, Texas, am I, I was right? going to say, well, if she's going to be a tailor, then he should move to Austin. <laughs> yeah, their parents really had big plans for them <laughs> as kids. Um, and then she moved to Wyoming to attend 
um, why I'm missing Pennsylvania to attend why I'm missing area junior slash senior high school. Um, and something, something about both Carson and I is that we're both from Pennsylvania, just like Taylor Swift. Um, that's sort of our insider connection. It's true. I mean, that's how we met originally in right. Pennsylvania. So we're actually, so I'm from um, the Philadelphia suburbs. Uh, Carson. I'm from, from, I'm from like South Central PA, kind of near Baltimore. Mm -hmm. So uh, Taylor Swift, I, we've, we've done the Google Maps. Um, so she was born and raised about an hour from each of us. Um, so I think if we were ever to like meet up from our parents' house, like um, Taylor Swift's home would be a great place to do that. Yeah, and we probably should. Yeah, we should like next Christmas if we're home for Christmas. Like we should just meet up in Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah, and then we can we can hang out with Taylor too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, our wow. best, our best, our probably our best friend in the entire world. <laughs> probably. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what are what are other things about her? Uh, did I mention that she was born in Reading, Pennsylvania? You did. You did mention that. Uh, she moved to Nashville, or she visited Nashville, I think, when she was like, you know, 10 or 12. Yeah. When, um, and they tried to get her a record deal. Um, but she was too young, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is this is from an encyclopedia, an online encyclopedia. So it's called <laughs> very in depth encyclopedia. Or uh, uh, it's a free online encyclopedia. Do you, but is is it like a legal issue that you can't name the encyclopedia? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, before we go any further, I just want to apologize to anyone <laughs> who is listening. Um, we're really sorry. Yeah. Just in general, right? Yeah. yeah just yeah. in general, we're really sorry. I, I was planning to edit this, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do it. All right. <laughs> we'll um, see. Right. So she she starts learning the guitar. She's she, she's good at it. She likes writing songs. She's a creative person. Yeah. She's she's an artist in the truest sense of the term. True. Absolutely. Um, really a bohemian <laughs> is how I describe her from a young age. But a little a little bit of social outcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, she was bullied in high school. In middle school. Well, I don't know. I feel like that's also hotly debated. Like, was she bullied or was she a jerk? Who knows? Okay, so if when she I was mean, 11, her Who family knows? made a trip to Nashville. Um, yes. And tried to get a record deal. Nothing came of it. Um, and then I think they moved there when she was about 14 and she kept trying. Um, and so I think she finally gets this record deal when she's 17 and puts out her first album. Her very controversial first <laughs> album, uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, it's self-titled. Right, that's a little bit We're confusing. not just saying her name again. Yeah, because yeah. her name is Taylor Swift, but also the album is called Taylor Swift. Right, exactly. Um, how do you feel about self-titled albums? I hate them. I hate them so much. Mm. And they make me yeah. so angry. That's why? part of the reason why this album is so controversial. Yeah, because it's self-titled. And it's like, who does that, yeah. honestly? A self-centered person self-titled <laughs> album. Uh, I was... I really want to bring this in. I'm going to talk about the Harry Styles self-titled album. It's just like... Go for it. Fair uh, game. It's like, ah, uh, he was going to name it Pink, because pink is the most rock and roll color, which is something that I completely agree with. Um, and then they were like, no, you have to name it Harry Styles, because you're Harry Styles. And I feel like Taylor Swift was doing this... They, the record people were doing the same thing with Taylor Swift. It's like, oh, you need to get your name out there. I mean, I guess it's a different album, or uh, angle, because everybody was doing... Sorry. I guess it was a different angle because everybody already knows Harry Styles and they're like, well, it needs to be self-titled so because it's you. But then for Taylor Swift and I guess a lot of different singers, it's like your first album is always going to be self-titled mm. because people want to know your name and know who you are. And it's like, who cares? Why is that important? 
You have such great album titles. Like 1989, red, it's a color. It's mm -hmm. great. Just like pink. Yeah, just like pink. Oh my oh. god. Why didn't he name it pink? Do you think if you that rat do you think bastard. if you combined Taylor Swift's red and the Beatles white album, you'd get pink by yeah. Harry Styles? Yeah, I think you would. Do you know that Pink, the the Song. singer Pink? Oh, yeah. Um, she was going to release an album called Harry Styles. Whoa. And the record company no made idea. her change it to Pink. Did you, are you close personal friends with the singer Pink? She's also actually from uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah, she's oh. from Bucks County, which is close to where I'm oh, from. yeah. Um, so actually, cool. I had a boss, like, for a summer job, um, who, like, sang in a choir with her. Like, they were in the same class together. Mm -hmm. And I think he might have dated her for, like, two weeks in middle school. What? That's cool. Yeah, so I consider her a close personal friend. <laughs> um, okay. So... Oh, yeah, what are your thoughts on self-titled? Same thing. You don't like them. Hate them. Hate them. Can't stand it. Yeah. It's, it's lazy, it's self-centered. It's true. Um, I think we'd all be better off. What, what would be a better name for this album? I'm a sad high school student. <laughs> I like moved that. moved to Nashville. I'm a sad high school student who moved to Nashville. So that's what I think of it in as my head. That's the name I give it. Yeah. So I'm glad, like, I think if multiple people are coming to that conclusion, it's probably a good title. Oh, yeah. How do you feel when people uh, have an album where the title is a name of a song on the album? I guess that's pretty common. That one's more... I'm okay with it. But, uh, like... I'm okay with it. I understand it. Because it's like, well, this track is particularly important to me, so I need to make it the... And also, like, like the thing that they're going for with the track probably is also the like general theme of the album. And so they were like, this just works really well, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. I like it sometimes when it's... The album title is a lyric that's not in oh, any yeah. of the, or that's in one of the songs, right? But, but not, not a the song title. title. Yeah, that's cool too. Yeah. So there, are, as you can see, there are lots of ways you can title albums. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think we're going to talk about this every week of different mm -hmm. albums. There are different ways, different titles that right. you can give to albums. Well, yeah, because like it's really infinite. Yeah, I mean, a couple. Anything of them... you can think of could be a title. It's true. Any words, numbers, <laughs> characters. Yeah. Could just be untitled. It's a Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar album is just untitled. Uh, remastered. Yeah, that's true. Untitled remastered. Right. Neil knows more than me. I'm sorry. I let um, you all down. Now, how, do you think we should call this album, like, the, the Beatles released a self-titled album. Yeah. It's just called The Beatles. But then but we, people call it The White we Album. We call it The White Album. Yeah. Do you think we should call this the, what, what should we call this based on just the album the, cover? The cover? The Butterfly Album? The Butterfly Album? <laughs> I think, I think that's pretty descriptive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that would have been a good title. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that didn't catch on. The Butterfly Album. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I am too. Because there are butterflies on the album cover. Right, if that's if that's not clear, there are butterflies on it. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get more into the album yeah. cover, because it's a it's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> and just for some further context, butterflies are a type of bug. They start out <laughs> caterpillars. Um, they Wait, what in, are caterpillars? They're also a type of bug, but those oh. are sort of creepy crawly. Oh, okay. Um, and okay. then they go into a cocoon, uh -huh. and metamorphosis, they transform into a butterfly, which oh. is wind. Is that what Taylor Swift's doing in this? Huh. Huh. I never thought of that. That's why it should be called the Butterfly Album. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Thanks. All right, so I think I think we sort of broke into our life a little bit. Yeah. Um, I did want to touch, so she's from Pennsylvania. Um, now, we are both from Pennsylvania. <laughs> in, like, fourth or fifth grade, we had to do, like, a state oh, yeah. history. Like, our history class for the yeah. year was all in Pennsylvania state history. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think one of the questions I've always had and never brought up to Taylor was, did you do the same thing? Like, can we just ask you questions about Pennsylvania's state yeah. history? 
It's funny we never brought that up before. Right. But we should. Next time we see her, we'll definitely... Well, you know, next time she's on the podcast, we'll, yeah. we'll ask her there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, did you know that Pennsylvania is the Keystone State? Right. I mean, she probably did. Everybody knew that. But then again, hey. she was going to that Montessori school. So, yeah. like, maybe they're, they're kind of crazy in Montessori schools. Hey, hey, I got nothing against Montessori schools. All right. <laughs> I'm not as controversial as Taylor Swift. <laughs> All right, so I think we should probably, at this point, take a look at the album. And really, really take a look at it. I think we, we've listened to it, we've studied it, we analyzed it. Weeks. Weeks of research. At the very least, hours. At the very least, minutes. Um... <laughs> the very least, I listened to it one time and did not take notes. I listened to it a couple of times and took... Oh, you did? I listened to some songs a couple of times. So I think... It's, what's your favorite song on the album? We'll go, we'll go track by track in a minute. minute Picture to Burn is uh, my favorite. I think Picture to Burn is pretty good and it definitely has the best music video. Yeah, for sure. I'm a big music video person, though, so that might be influencing it. I think I hate our song. I think that might be my least favorite Taylor Swift song. I thought you said you liked it. But that might be my favorite oh, okay. song. Oh, <laughs> um, Can you explain? Is it the twang? I think, so, like, I think this album is, like, the most country Taylor yeah, Swift gets. Definitely. And, like, it's very, like, affected. It's, yeah, it's like she's putting it on, you right. know? Um, and our song is, I think... Like, it makes me cringe a lot, but, yeah. like, it is the most effective of what she's doing on yeah, this album. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think Tim McGraw is, like, a pretty good song. Yeah, I think Picture of the Bird is pretty good. Yeah. I think most of the other songs are pretty pretty forgettable. Yeah. Um, there's one that I liked, too. Should have said no. I thought that one was pretty, uh, pretty sassy. A rocker. Yeah. It's a raucous number. It is raucous. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's let's go oh, track by track. Really, All really right. dive into it. Um, so Tim McGraw... And just to set up some context here, um, so in 1967, uh, Betty Ann D'Agostino um, gives birth to a child. The father of that child is Tug McGraw, um, who was a pitcher for the Mets and the Phillies in Major League Baseball. She has this son in Louisiana, 1967. Smash cut to the mid-90s, and Tim McGraw's a successful country music artist. And that's really where Taylor Swift enters the picture. Right. You probably heard him as a young kid. Always liked his music. Yeah. Um, she had a boyfriend, Brendan something something. Uh, uh, yeah, Brandon Borello. Borello. Yeah, and he he was like a senior in high school when she was a freshman, yeah. and then he let, went to go to college. But right. she wrote. They were dating. Right. Um, and I I might call that a May December romance. Whoa. A Whoa. controversial May December romance. Wow, that's pretty. Um, that's pretty intense. I feel like she's had a lot of May December romances in her day, so. Could be the start of a pattern. Mm, interesting. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, we'll yeah. Keep you posted. Definitely. <laughs> we'll let you know. Um, yeah. So Tim McGraw. It's, it's probably about. It's about Tim McGraw, but it's also about this guy. And apparently, he liked it, and his girlfriend did not like it. Well, mm -hmm. the girlfriend is Taylor Swift. No, right? no, no. He had like another girlfriend after oh. Taylor Swift, and she was all like, "Why are you listening to her record? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You're a terrible boyfriend." Oh, the song itself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, she, she writes the song about right. him right. and saying, like, I hope you, when you listen to Tim McGraw, you this specific song, because my favorite song is a Tim McGraw song. Yeah. Um, and and then, but then he did, and then his his actual current girl, girlfriend. We don't know if it's current. Yeah, well, it was this current. This came out, like, right, 11 right. years ago. Fine. <laughs> his girlfriend, like, after Taylor Swift was like, what are you doing? We should try We're to, breaking up. We should try to track him down. We should try to get him on the pod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would, he would love to be on the pod. Oh, what if we got all of her ex-boyfriends on the pod? That would be incredible. Ah, 
All right, we'll do that too. <laughs> we got Taylor Swift and we got all our ex-boyfriends. Yep, that's that's a promise. That's a guarantee. Um, yeah, so I think this is like a really well-written song. It's a nice little first mm -hmm. song. Um, like, I think if someone... You can see how like a record executive, you know, uh, uh, someone, you know, would hear this song and say like, hey, this kid's got a future. Yeah, definitely. And, and They would have been right. She's had quite a future. Yeah. A controversial future. <laughs> Absolutely. Not without controversy. And I think you can hear that in the song. Like that Tim she McGraw, has a controversial future. Tim McGraw. Controversial. 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 Absolutely. No. Oh, joking aside, it makes sense. Like, she's trying to break it into the country music industry, and she is going to be really referential with it, and I think it just makes a lot of sense. Music video is fine. It's kind of cute. She has, yeah. like, an old, like, transistor radio in it, and, um... There's a guy who's, like, in love with her, and she's in love with him, and they're, like, kissing and being cute, and she wears lots of, like, white dresses, and, like, there's flannel, I think, and then... He's got a pickup truck. He has a pickup truck. Classic, classic country. They're in fields a lot. But then he finds a note being, like, we need to break up because you're going to college. I mean, it, we don't see what the note says, but I'm assuming that's what it says. Yeah. But, and then he's sad. And she's sad, but she, like, has her transistor radio because she's listening to Tim McGraw. She and she's loves like, the radio. Because she loves the, first, but not any her radio. Her true love. Just transistor radio. <laughs> and she still loves the radio. Yeah. We talked to Taylor Swift. Number one love, radio. Radio. Transistor radios. Vintage radios. It's How do you thing. think she feels about podcasts? She hates them. Transistor <laughs> radios are bust. <laughs> Yeah, we might not be able to get her on the pod. Because of how she feels about radio versus podcast. Well, like, we'll be able to convince her. Right. You know? Yeah. All right. So that's Tim McGraw. Right. Unless, did you have anything else to say? No, I, th no. I, think, we, I think we covered it. I think we did an in-depth analysis of that song. <laughs> um, Picture to Burn is the next one. Sort of her first real foray mm -hmm. into the, the the jilted lover, the angry breakup yeah. song that yeah. would really become her, her bailiwick staple. going yeah. forward. Yeah. Wait, what's the word that you said? I said bailiwick. I don't know what that is. It like it's like a stable. Oh, okay. It's like right. I'm gonna look this up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Bailiwick, one sphere of operations or particular area of interest. So I think I think you can describe yeah, that. Yeah, angry breakup songs. It's right. Taylor Swift. Yeah, and then I think the music video. You need it, like they kind of go hand in hand. The music video and the song, and they also both really reflect like who Taylor is going to become with later songs like "We Are Never Getting Back Together." or blank space, you know, uh, yeah, being, it, like, super subversive, and just, like, it's very, uh, ag aggressive, but also really playful at the same time. Yeah, I feel like, like, watching the music video, it's like, oh, she's come, like, it seems like this was done a little bit later, yeah. so she's more comfortable <clears throat> as a performer, um, and, like, this is really the Taylor Swift persona we've come to know yeah, and I, love, and hey, maybe hate. Maybe hate, because she's controversial. Very controversial. And I would say this is a fairly controversial music video. Yeah, definitely. She burns pictures and other things. Yeah, have you ever burned a picture? I don't think I have. Do you think anyone's burned a picture of you? Mm, I don't think so. I don't really have... Have you ever burned a picture of, of yourself? No. <laughs> Just because you don't like it, or you need to start a fire? I personally I don't... don't so. I don't mess around with fire. It's very dangerous. Yeah, Neil's pretty afraid of fire. Yeah. Fireworks can't, like, I can't hold sparklers. Right. I forgot about that. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm okay with fires. I like fires. I think I probably, I might have burned, like, 
maybe like a picture in like a newspaper because I've burned newspaper before. Does that count? That doesn't count. Okay. But my thing with burning a, like a photograph would be like the paper maybe like releases noxious chemicals yeah, into the like air. Yeah, it's like plasticky. Yeah. And I feel like it would turn a weird color or something, you know? Maybe it's cool. Maybe, maybe we should do cool. that. Maybe for the next episode we should do an experiment of what pictures <laughs> look like when they're burning. Yeah, I have a couple pictures in here. They're all of my cousins though, so that might that might be a bad idea. Mm. Um, or I have some of my boyfriend, my current boyfriend, but I feel like that's making a statement. It is. Taylor Swift makes a statement in this song. She a does. bold statement. A bold statement. Setting a pattern yeah. for the rest of her career. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's another thing. Um, this is. She also uses the same backing band. Okay, backup band? Whatever. Um, she uses the same band that she ends up using in subsequent, like, music videos and obviously all of her albums through Red. So, it's, it's just like, I like Picture to Burn, I guess, because it is making... It's just starting all of the stuff with... It's starting all of the things with Taylor Swift. She's starting everything. Right. Like, her tone of music videos, her tone of song... Her her band is in it. Yeah, her look is a little yeah. bit more mature. She yeah. look seems like a more like like competent and adult and like yeah. a more agency. She's more in charge of her yeah her own life. And you that's really what has... the song's about. It's it's about it's yeah, claiming that's power. True. That's it's very about true. burning the system. It's about setting <laughs> right. fire to the patriarchy. It's like fuck capitalism, honestly. <laughs> um, absolutely. And there's a lot of banjos too, which yeah. we all know. Oh right. If classic, I think classic, one classic thing Taylor Swift, I think of banjos. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're all over the place, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's Picture to Burn. I think people think this song is unfeminist, but I don't know why. If you think this song is unfeminist, you let me know why. Um, and we'll ask Taylor Swift. And we'll ask Taylor Swift that. if she thinks it's unfeminist. I don't think she does. I think there's, a one, there's one that's really unfeminist well, about we'll that girl. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Future <laughs> episodes, sneak preview. <laughs> yeah, sneak peek. <laughs> Alright, uh, and so after Picture to Burn, you've got Teardrops on My Guitar, which I think really merits discussion because I think this song is so terrible. I completely, 100% agree. Again, music video, awful. Yeah. So bad. So stupid. Doesn't make sense. She looks like she's like 23, pretending to be in high school. Yeah. But like a 23-year-old. No, I think she looks like 16, pretending to be in high school. Right, okay, yeah. But like, she has a lot of makeup on, I guess. Yeah, but I think that's, like, a high school thing as well. Like, Coming she's dressing as makeup. if she's, like... I think she's dressing yeah. as if she is 16 or 17, but, pretending that she is 23, pretending that she is oh, 17. Oh, yeah, you're right. That makes so much... Yeah, it totally makes sense. But also, like, she's, like, a, a movie star or a, a music... A music star, I guess, would be more apropos <laughs> of what she's pretending to be. Hey, Valentine's Day. True. She is also. We're going to talk about our movies on this and a different podcast. I think I might be most excited for that yeah. one. We it's know there are a lot of fans of her movies. I think some <laughs> people are a bigger fan of her movies than her music. Probably. I mean, she's pretty pretty acclaimed. There's probably, a, a movie there's probably at least one person that likes her movies. Than <laughs> music. If you're that person, <laughs> let us know and we'll let Taylor Swift know yeah. when she comes on that, the podcast. That podcast episode is for you. Yeah. Um, anyway, Teardrops on My Guitar. It's just. I don't really have much words for it, or many words for it, but it's so bad. I mean, I think we should discuss the... So, something that she does throughout her career, but it's really specific in this album, is her use of names, of calling people mm. out by name, that makes me so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I just, like, don't think it's great songwriting. Yeah. Like, because this song, she uses the guy's name, Drew, Drew. over First and over line. and over again. First line in the song. 
what is it, Drew look, looks at me or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We, we, we're very well versed with this. <laughs> so her lines say something about Drew. Um, and it's like, that's such a specific name. Like, we both probably know Drews in our life. Right. And like, we, we're gonna think of that Drew. Right. Like, I think it's really hard to, like, Dear John, later in her career. That makes can, sense. Because that's... And also it's about that's, John Mayer. And that's like a pun, sort of. Like, it's yeah. a play on words. Yeah. Where Drew is like, this is only about one person. And right. like, that Drew must feel really uncomfortable. Yeah, and we don't even like, know who that Drew is. Like, at least we know who John Mayer is, yeah. you know? Yeah, and she does that again in, I think, Stay Beautiful, where yeah. she talks about Corey. Yeah, Corey. And it's just like, I don't, that's, that is, makes me weirdly uncomfortable. Absolutely. I just, mm, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's so strange. It's so awful. <laughs> um, I think, like, a, a theme of this album is that she's young. She doesn't have material, right. like, so she is, you know, learning her craft as a songwriter, yeah. which involves writing about the things in her life. Right. But there isn't that There's much no going things. on in her life, there so, no like, it's making the things more dramatic than they right. probably were. Right. And, like, you know, like, highlighting a relationship with this guy or that guy yeah. who's, like, and a it's friend. Like, or... These are probably, like, two-week-long things that You're were right. happening, you know? Like, they're probably... She was... And also, like, I mean, it's hard to think about because she was in Nashville. Was she going to school when she was in Nashville, or was she just getting, like, a tutor or something like that? Um, I don't know. It's... It's a mystery to me <laughs> and to all of us. Yeah. <laughs> we call those Taylor Swift's lost years. My, po- yeah, my point is, like, yeah, she went to junior high, like a normal junior high with normal people and probably not other, like, aspiring musicians, which I was, I'm, I'm assuming, like, if she went to high school in Nashville, like, it was some sort of, like, yeah. I don't know, not normal people thing. Um, only celebrities. But, um, but I feel like those experiences are not what she's talking about in this album. She's talking about, like, two years of middle school, and I guess when she was a freshman in high school. Yeah, and these are also, like, things that she started writing about, like, like Outside, which is one of the next songs on here. Like, she wrote that when she was 12. Oh, my God. Like, I, I think there are, like, two types of debut albums. There's the type where, like, often as a band you've been you know, like, playing gigs and, like, mm-hmm. working on material for a very long time before you have the opportunity to record it. And those, like, often have really good, that's everything you've been wanting to say, and you say it, and then your your second album, mm-hmm. like, you're really struggling to write material. And this is more of the, the second type, where right. you've written a, some songs, but you're still really learning, so there <laughs> are maybe a couple of songs that stand out, and then your next album gets better as you have more to express. Yeah. Um... Right. And, yeah. I mean, and she, like, she's a kid, you know? She's 17. Like, people who are expecting her to be writing these, like, extremely nuanced songs about the state of the world, or, I mean, even, but even kids who do write songs about the state of the world, they're stupid. They're, like, yeah. really lame songs. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those kids. <laughs> um, but, like, but, like, you you know, you're not gonna expect too much from anybody's debut album, let alone Taylor Swift's. Yeah, but, like, I think at the same time, like, the music video for this is literally in a high school, and, like, this whole album sounds like high school. Like, it sounds like being in the hallway right. in between classes in right. high school. And, and, that, yeah, and it, I think, like, that's part of the appeal to people. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, in that case, it really captures, like, what... If you're a high school student and you're listening to this, you're probably really going to like it, unless you're me, who's, like, a little dickwad. We thought that Taylor Swift was stupid in high school. Yeah, we're both terrible, pretentious people. Yeah, it's really true. It's a wonder that we like her now, honestly. Yeah, I would 
I would agree. It's yeah. a wonder that we like her now. But part of that is our deep friendship, our deep and abiding friendship. Right, with. right. Once you know her, you really know You're her like, music. oh, wow, like, this is so much deeper than I originally would have thought. And, you know, I mean, frankly, I don't, I don't want to, like, spread rumors about what she thinks about Taylor Swift's self-titled album, Taylor Swift. Her eponymous debut. Her eponymous debut. But I don't... I don't, I don't know that she really, she doesn't really have much to say about it, so I, I'm gonna just assume that she thinks it's like the worst piece of music ever written, so. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've, how much Bright Eyes you've listened to, um, Connor Oberst. Uh. Like the, this is like the first day of my life. He, he had some, like he had some hits, but like okay. he started recording music when he was like in middle school essentially. Oh wow. And so he's just all of these like all of this music yeah. out there that's really embarrassing for him. Yeah. And Taylor Swift's like, I mean, she had this one album where she was really young. Right. And um, I mean, it's not terrible. It's just like, it's well, whatever country album. Yeah. Or like outside, or she's really the hard outside, on a song that she wrote when she was 12. Like, can you imagine anyone seeing anything that you had done when you were 12? Like, no. I'm sure she like, <laughs> she, I mean, she was older, so she probably like, this song means a lot to me. I still want to include it, but like, sure. was there anything that you did as twelve years old that you would be yeah. fine as someone in their mid twenties? No, like uncovering and like, looking at. Yeah, I was like, I played the viola, as you know, when I was a child, and like, I just imagine if people had seen, had seen me playing, and I'd recorded that. I mean, it wouldn't be like the worst thing ever. They'd just be like, "Well, this is a twelve-year-old playing the viola." But if I became famous and someone like uploaded that to YouTube. I would just be like, ah, oh, I suck. Yeah. Especially if I went on to become like a professional violist or something. Yeah. But like I'm like I, I feel like I wrote things at an eight like that yeah. age and like I did like some, embarrassing. Like, oh, I have I journals. Wrote some, from I made then. some like movie stuff that's like they're really silly yeah. and really dumb. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we did yeah we did a really terrible one in middle school. I um, mean, it's crazy even to think like things that you were doing, we're doing now. We did when we were eighteen or right. nineteen. People like still clinging on to right. and listening to like that's. Ugh. That's, That's crazy. Nuts. Yeah. Um, I don't want anybody to look at any of my freshman year papers. Yeah. I mean, and think of just this podcast. Yeah. Imagine in two weeks. <laughs> in two, in two weeks, weeks. We're going to be maybe, so embarrassed. Maybe 45 minutes after we finish <laughs> recording this, we'll be so embarrassed. We're just going to be like, we're not putting this up on the, on the internet. I no. can't stress this enough. We're so sorry. So sorry. Um, but I think we should keep going. Yeah. Track by push track. Through, push T through. by T. Um, so second. honestly, the next song, A Place in This World... I've got nothing to say. This song is really forgettable. I don't remember what it's about. Oh, uh, she's just a girl trying to find a place in this world. Which, Aren't we all? Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the next line, song, Cold As You, is also a breakup song. Yeah. Um, that nothing one's... As Cold As You, I think is... Yeah. That weird. one's salty too, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is sort of like a Bob Dylan like breakup right, song. Right, of you like, mentioned. It's much more specific and insulting. Yeah. Um, What's what's the coldest place you've ever been to? That's a great question. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, upstate New York, for me. Oh wow. Yeah. In the winter, I assume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my friends have like a house in upstate New York in the woods. It's really cold. There's like lots of snow. I imagine it's similar to what it might be like in like Vermont or something. You know, mm. just like like it's cold, but there's lots of heating around. You know. Right. So, so you can you can power through it. Yeah, that's different than this song where it's a person that's really cold. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about a, a physical location. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um. I I went to the uh, inauguration in 2012 Ooh. 
And it wasn't, it, I've probably been in colder situations for shorter periods of time, mm. but it was like 12 hours of very cold. I see. It yeah. Was, it was difficult. I've heard it was really rough. Cause yeah. it, wasn't it raining or something too? No. Oh no. It was not raining. It was uh, just very just cold. Just cold? Okay. Um, yeah. I think, um. There are lots of cold places and Taylor Swift yeah. probably has been to some of them. Probably. You think she's been to Antarctica? I don't think so. I feel like we would know if she'd been to Antarctica. Right. She'd probably tell us. She'd yeah. probably let us know. She'd probably invite like, us, to be honest. Yeah. She'd be like, hey, I'm going so. to Antarctica to do a tour for pe- penguins. Penguins in Antarctica? I don't remember. <laughs> but she's doing a tour for penguins. I'm just going to stick with it. Polar um, bears, Carson bears, what more do you need? We need to fact check this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, All right. Um, so that's Cold As You. Yeah. <laughs> the song in a nutshell. The outside, we talked a little bit about... Um, she wrote that when she was 12 about feeling like an out, you know, an outcast at school. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there are like so many more. There to are go so through. many sort of <laughs> songs. So tied together with a smile and stay beautiful. I think we can just skip entirely. Yeah. They're not worthy of discussion. Other than stay beautiful is the other one that has yeah. the the person. Yeah, they're What's just like name? very corny. Comey. Corny. <laughs> you sure it's not Comey? <laughs> uh, I am sure. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was Comey. I was so sure it was Comey, though. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> James Comey went to see Fun Home. Did you know that? I know that James Comey went to see Fun Home. It's a great musical. Also set in Pennsylvania, which is where. Go see it. This yeah. is a plug. Yeah. Uh, this is not sponsored. We're not sponsored by Fun Home, just so you know, but... You know, this is a plug to see Fun Home. Yeah. It's great. It takes place in a a town in Pennsylvania, probably just a couple of hours from where Taylor Swift is from. Probably. I Um, wonder if Taylor Swift's seen Fun Home. Just for context, (laughs) there's James Comey, (laughs) the director of the FBI, who was fired from his position this last week. Fun Home is a musical um, based on Alison Bechdel's... um, Alison, Taylor Swift's middle name. Whoa. Based on Alison Bechdel's uh, graphic novel memoir... About her growing up, um, a coming of age story. Yeah. It's currently playing at the National Theater in Washington, which is a city. Washington is a city in the U.S. It happens to be the capital. We live there. Yeah. Um, so we saw that recently. We did. It was and James great. Comey did too, according to uh, a picture on Twitter. And Taylor Swift may or may not have. Yeah. And again, we apologize if we can't <laughs> cut this. We may or may not be able to edit out of this. I think we we pulled we pulled through in the end. Mm, debatable. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Stay Beautiful, not great. Should Have Said No is a song that you like. I didn't particularly care for it. This is, again, this is a rocker. This is, yeah. hey, hey man, should have said no. Should have said no. You cheated on me, you dirty jerk. <laughs> yeah, so... She was young, so she probably didn't use swears at that point in her so life. So this song was actually written right before the album... Um, Right. came out like yeah. just like I think a couple of days before and like she sort of wrote it all recorded it yeah. really quickly um and I think maybe she should have spent more time on it it's really short I guess mm. and it's pretty repetitive to be honest with you to me it just there's like 10 lyrics <laughs> yeah should have said no yeah that's, that's four already four of them yeah <laughs> um to me this has like the like just like a country pop sound where mm. it's like the way the drums sound the way the guitars sound that it's like I find very, like, boring. Yeah. Like, it all sounds the same. Yeah. Um, versus, like, Picture of the Burn is a little bit similar, but I think that has a little bit more playfulness built in. Right. And, like, it, it fits her tone 
better. It's, it's almost like Should Have Said No is trying to be what Picture to Burn actually is, mm. I think. She write, tried to write Picture to Burn twice. And we all know that you can't burn a picture two times. Because it's burned. So, it's, right. it's been burned up and it's, it's gone now. Mary's song, Oh My My My. <laughs> Gotta be honest, I only listened to this song once. Yeah, I, I don't, have no memory of I it. I don't know what it's about. But, it has a name in it, like, continuing the trend. Yeah, Mary I think you can get away with, because Mary's right, a more like neutral more, name, yeah, not like yeah, Drew. I agree. Or Corey. <laughs> Comey. I'm pretty sure it's Comey, Neil. <laughs> I think you need to fact check yourself. <laughs> Alright, so that, I think the last song we really need to dive into is our song. Um, right. And we like, Neil likes and hates, loves and hates it, I should say. And I like it. I think it's good. Loves is a strong word. You I said think you hate and you love it. I, I don't know if I ever said love. Maybe we you can, said We can roll back the tape. <laughs> but I think it's the best song on this album, and it right. may be the worst Taylor Swift song ever written. <laughs> um, it's got a lot of things. Like this is the most country right. song on the album, right. which I think works, but I also don't mm -hmm. like that. Um, and it's got... I, I'm really uncomfortable when adults use the term mama. Is she an adult, though? Or is she, is she 17? And she not, like, you can call your parents whatever you want. Right. But I feel like... In, any, in terms of, like, a song, like, oh, my mom always told me. Yeah. Like, what are you, Forrest Gump? Come on. Yeah. Forrest Gump can do it. He's fine. He's allowed. Yeah. 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 People are out on that movie now, so I I'm guess... I'm out on it. A lot of... I'm out on it. Yeah. yeah. It's V problematic, but yeah. in addition, it's not that great. Yeah, if you want to hear more about our feelings of Forrest Gump, you should listen to our <laughs> Tom Hanks podcast. <laughs> T. Hanks for all the memories. That's really good. I think we have to make that podcast now. We have that podcast, and if you want to hear more about our feelings <laughs> of Tom Hanks movies, you should listen to it. Oh my god. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you rope us into? <laughs> This has already been hard enough to do this entire Taylor Swift podcast. Now we have to do that on top of it. We've already done it. It's a successful podcast about Tom Hanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the time you will be listening to this, we will right. have we will have like thirteen episodes yeah, of a least, Tom Hanks podcast least. out there. Um, yeah. So Forrest Gump's not a great movie. What's your yeah. favorite Tom Hanks movie? Forrest Gump. No, it's the only one I could think of. I don't know. Have you what ever are... seen that thing you do? No. Is it good? It's good. Oh. He directed that. Oh, cool. Stars in it, directs it. Um, let's see. What are Did he write it? I don't know. Let's find out if Tom Hanks wrote that thing you do. It's about, you know, it's like about a one-hit wonder um, who have this and song. And there's that, that thing, thing they do. do. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I think it's also set in Pennsylvania. I think it's set in Pittsburgh. Whoa. This is getting a little spooky, Neil. It's the Keystone State. I know. Well, you know, Keystone holds up the middle of a bridge. I didn't know that. Oh, wait, really? Yes, Why I why didn't you know what a keystone was? You're from Pennsylvania. I always thought it was a stone shaped like a key. No, it's it's the key to the bridge. So like the it key goes stone. Yeah, it's a oh, stone. Okay. In, but it's not in a shape of a key like that you use in a door. It's like a key that's in the middle of a bridge and it like it like holds it together. Yeah. It's like a it's like a trapezoid with a little yeah. thing on top. Yeah. Oh, so you do know what it is. This is a bit crazy. You were just Josh <laughs> when you didn't know you were in the bit. <laughs> Yeah, so Tom Hanks actually wrote that thing you do. Nice. Uh, which is a great, uh, you know, Tom Hanks is in it, uh, Liv Tyler, um, Tom Everett Scott. He was in La La Land. Who was he in La La Land? Uh, her husband at the end. 
Oh. Which seems to indicate to me that Damien Chazelle is a big fan of that thing you do. Probably. Most likely. Because this is like the only thing Tom yeah. Everett's got. I would say so. For. Um, yeah, wait, great so what, movie. What are some other Tom Hanks movies? Um, Apollo 13, Castaway. Oh, Cast I like Apollo 13. Shawshank, and not Shawshank. Oh, wait. Not um, The Green Mile, the other Stephen oh, King. Oh, no. Um, by Frank Darabont. I don't remember if I saw that. Um, I feel like I only saw Shawshank. The Green Mile is the one with the, the black guy who gets put on death row. Yeah. Okay. And Shawshank's about the guy who escapes from prison yep. and goes to an island. Yeah, that's Tim Robbins. Yeah, um, yeah he's, he's done some stuff. <laughs> in, in summary, Tom Hanks has done some stuff. Um, I hope you tune in to our next episode of T. Hanks for all the memories. Um, yeah, so our song, it works. Maybe it's not that great. But, like, you can tell, like, oh, this is a hit. She's a good songwriter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it is, it is like, well-written, in my opinion. Yeah. I think probably more so than Picture to Like, and it's just, like, a very... This is a pop song that's going to relate to a lot of people. Yeah, definitely. And I, like, I think it also shows that they were trying lots of different angles with the album when they were writing it. Um, you know, some of her songs are slightly more poppy. Like, I think that Picture to Burn is a little more poppy, mm-hmm. or, like, with the banjo. I also think it's a little more Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, whereas Definitely. our song is, like, very, very country, and I think that's, like, a super intentional choice as well, and then there are songs, like, kind of in between those two. Yeah. Our song, you could see someone else recording it and yeah, having a huge exactly, hit with it. Exactly. Um, if she wanted to go that route as more of a songwriter. Right. But she's a talented singer. She is. And she should, she should not be, uh, gonna say accosted i'm gonna stick with it she's not she should not be accosted for being a talented singer people tell her she's not talented mm. I like why, why, <laughs> why do people have to be so mean i don't know why you gotta be so mean i think that's a topic we'll return to in a later episode i wonder why <laughs> <laughs> all right so i think the last thing we should discuss and we touched about upon it a bit is the album cover <laughs> which is maybe the ugliest ugliest album cover that has ever, ever come out. Ever existed. Because um, Taylor Swift doesn't look like a person on this. Like, she doesn't look like Taylor Swift and she barely looks like a human. Like, <laughs> I think it's, like, touched up too much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She, like, barely has a nose. Yeah. Um, and it also looks like... Like, if you go into, like, a guitar store, they have guitars that are made... For, like, small children. For small children. Yeah. And that, like, girl guitars that right. have, like, butterflies on them. Yeah. And it feels like that is that aesthetic right. put onto an album cover. Right. Sort of just thinly overlaid right. a very touched up picture of Taylor Swift. Another thing I hate, ugh, the album, like, the font yeah. for the album artwork. And, like, it just so much bothers me. Like, Little Mix does the same thing. Little Mix is a British uh, pop girl band. Tune in for our Little Mix podcast. (laughs) Where we Little Mix it up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But they do the same thing, where they have, like, this terrible font for their album artwork, and then, like, they have to use the same one every single album, so people know that this is for Little Mix. Yeah. And, like, Taylor Swift does the same thing with um, this and Fearless and Speak Now, I think. And she doesn't do it for Red. No. Uh, Yeah, this is... It also, like, this looks like... You would have this um, sort of like a poster, curvy signature. Oh, okay. oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. On a guitar, like yes. this is like oh, so true. Like a whole thing designed to sell people guitars, which is actually like Taylor Swift. There are more young girls learning to play guitar. Like the people who are picking up guitar for the first time have been majority female. I think over the last like really? ten years. Oh, that's so cool. I think because like Taylor Swift is sort of an an icon for that. Yeah, I mean, cool. Yeah, no, but, no bit. Yeah. 
But this album cover is terrible. Yeah. It's and awful. Like, like and I, I think no one's going to look great in high school. No. I mean, she looks fine. But no, like, she looks fine. Just the but amount like, that she's touched up is like. I think you're more likely to have a dated look in high school. And so yeah. this probably looked yeah, fine in you know, 2006. But now it looks like right. this well, is such a mid 2000s thing. Like yeah, the, the color even, of her hair, the. Even like. Um, even in 2006. It's not just 2006. Right. It's like country music 2006, right, too. Which is like a whole. Even. Like country music is probably like the tackiest genre of music, wouldn't you say? No. Carson with a... a controversial going opinion. With, going with... Leaning into controversy once more. <laughs> the Taylor Swift of the... Who's Taylor Swift Anyway podcast. <laughs> Wait. If you could be... If you could be a character in Taylor Swift's life, which one would you be? Um, I'd, pr- I'd probably be Scott Kingsley Swift. <laughs> or Dad? I don't know. I don't know what characters are in her life. We I haven't know, done the whole... Just all the people. Um, I feel like I would probably be Carly Kloss, her best friend and model, most likely. I'd be Taylor Swift. <laughs> You'd be Taylor Swift, okay. I'd probably be. I don't know. We can, we'll can. we come back to that But one. if you think about it, we're all Taylor Swift. Mm. So maybe we'd both be Taylor Swift. Wow. Wow. It's pretty deep, right? And pretty controversial. Yeah. It's like uh, being John Malkovich with <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Interesting. Um, well, so yeah, the album cover's ugly. But yeah. overall, there are a couple good songs, and a, a lot of very forgettable songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is really a springboard to a, a very successful and interesting career. Yeah. Um, it really launched her. I mean, I don't know, like, how much... I guess I guess a couple of the songs on this, like Tim McGraw and Picture to Burn, and our song, launched her into yeah. Fearless is Next? Yes, yeah, yeah. Fearless. Fearless is Next. Uh, she has a couple um, of EPs that I think we'll get right. on next episode, and right. we'll dive into Fearless. Right. It'll be pretty great. Um, yeah. And then hopefully just keep going. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening. Again, yeah. we're sorry. We're so sorry. So sorry. Um, this is like, this is a huge embarrassment. Yeah. I'm embarrassed right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to try to get another episode out soon, though. Yeah. Because um, we're embarrassed, but we don't care. <laughs> and if you've got a blank space, please leave us a review. We'd yeah. love to hear your feedback. We don't know if we'll be on iTunes or SoundCloud or something else yet. Or, hey, maybe it's just on our computer. Maybe we never share this. don't know. Us. But, like, we'll, if we have a blank space, we'll leave ourselves reviews. Yeah, and maybe we'll, like, send it. We'll have invite people over to listen to it yeah. on our computer. A listening party. <laughs> yeah, and in that case, just please tell us to our face what your feedback is. Please be yeah. honest. No, We're don't, asking don't you be as honest. Friends. Don't We're be asking honest. you as friends. <laughs> Give us a good review. (laughs) All right. Great. Well, I'm Neil. I'm Carson. Thanks for listening. I guess.